Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Never. How are you? What's going on? Uh, I was telling the the people in the chat room before we started the show, before I got you on the horn there, Mike Lawson, that I'm getting over a cold. Uh, mm. I feel fine now, but I think my sinuses, like, even though I don't feel it, are, do I sound sick? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You sound a little stuffed up, yeah. I don't feel sick, but I sound sick. So that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. That's what I'm doing. We, we have, like, really awful air quality up here. Like, mm-hmm. really bad. Uh, because of these uh, campfire fires mm-hmm. there that's happening up north of us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like congested. I've been doing this neti pot every day. Oh, and tell it's me about it. <clears throat> just really gross. And I'll probably clear my throat a million times during this episode, but uh, I'm dealing with that. So it's not that I'm sick, but I'm, you know, my body is just like pushing out all this like smoke that I've been inhaling. Well,. I think your body's used to that. But, you know, uh, it, what's funny is that uh, I actually th- – Thanksgiving is this week. What do you do for Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. Well, um, praise Jesus. My roommate's family just got a new baby. My, <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. My roommate, his sister, had a baby mm-hmm. like – Literally two days ago. Mm-hmm. So that means everyone's going to go to Stockton for Thanksgiving. They're not oh. going to come here. Oh. Thank God. Because if Thanksgiving was here, I would have to like prepare either to like lock myself in my room for the whole day or like leave for the whole day. Yeah. Um, and in fact, if they were planning on staying here, I was going to like either volunteer somewhere or volunteer and then like go to a movie, like oh. plan just a whole day out alone. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to be the guy who they're like praying over their turkey, and I walk down in my like um, my pajamas, and I'm like, "Sorry, don't 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 mind me. I'm just gonna heat up this hot pocket." Yeah, just like uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. like the, out of obligation, they would invite me to sit with them, and then I would, out of obligation, say no. I'm I'm fine, and I don't know. It just is uncomfortable and weird. So, so you do, you I'm do gonna nothing do nothing for Thanksgiving. Say it again. You do nothing for Thanksgiving. Nothing. I'm going to take the day off. Actually, I have Thursday and Friday off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have nothing planned other than just kind of to be around. Um, I might go hiking on um, Thursday morning mm-hmm. is kind of my plan. But the air quality is so crummy. Mm-hmm. Um, if it rains this week before then, I might go hiking Thursday. Otherwise, I might just have to skip it. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you guys going to your brother's house, or are you doing it at We're your going house? To, well, my brother's in... There's a whole war of holidays in my family every year. My mom insists on having Christmas Eve, you know? Okay. And then yeah. my brother likes to do Christmas Day because of the kids. And so my brother's in-laws have always felt screwed over. So now they have Thanksgiving. Okay. But the mom is like the worst cook ever. It's like the worst Thanksgiving food. And then because he's weird, like, you know, families are like... Their other grandkids, their parents are divorced, and they do Thanksgiving with their dad. So they do Thanksgiving like at ten thirty in the morning. <laughs> so then we have to get there at ten thirty in the morning. So and then so then my mom is all obsessed with Thanksgiving, and so she's going to do another Thanksgiving that night. So it's just ugh, it's just a nightmare for me. It really is. Just so awful. do you have to go to both? Yes. Oh God! So I have to go to that, and then I have to go to my parents. Where, I feel like you should skip the your brother's in-laws. It's not your in-laws. I know, but I already told him I'd go. And then here's the thing too is then my dad okay, this is so my this is so this sums up my parents in a sentence. Mm-hmm. My mom is obsessed with Thanksgiving and feels you have to have the traditional uh Thanksgiving foods or it's not Thanksgiving. Yeah. So it's just Myself, because my brother's my brother's already said I'm not going. I already, I already did Thanksgiving, right? So it's my brother. I'm sorry, it's me, my mom, and my dad. And my yeah. mom is making a turkey <laughs> and a roast beef <laughs> because my dad doesn't like turkey. Uh huh. This is my family too. Let's cook so much food that we then have leftovers for like weeks. And end up ha- tossing a good portion of it eventually. Yeah, because don't if my dad doesn't like turkey, don't make turkey. I'm not like yeah. It. Let's just make something else. Yeah, make the roast beef. Fine, great. No, you have turkey at Thanksgiving. But maybe she likes turkey, and that's what she wants to do. She I ha- I do enjoy like the the leftovers of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. almost more than the actual Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Well, making sandwiches for the week and. Eating all the leftovers and pouring gravy over everything. Ugh, I don't like gravy. <laughs> I do. I know a lot of people do. Uh, Look, it's popular. Anyway, what's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Well, it's funny you ask. I um, well, it's not that funny you ask. That's kind of what we're why we're doing this. But um, a minute ago, I just talked to my roommate Mario. Now he is um, oh, I should maybe c- cut to. Or step back a second. I got a promotion at work. You already know that, Joey. Oh yeah, congratulations. Talked a little bit about this. Yeah. Um. So Mario, Mario, and I have not talked about it. Mm -hmm. And the first time, like, we got the chance where I was like, "Oh, I could tell him about my cool new promotion I got at work." Mm -hmm. Um. I'm like, "Hey, Mario, how you doing?" He was like, "Oh, work is the worst." I just got told that. Um. Basically, he makes his coworkers feel uncomfortable because mm-hmm. he's too bitchy <gasps> and they even told him that he's slightly misogynistic or sexist <gasps> and i think that well his response for starters confirms everything that they they are right <laughs> oh he said that <laughs> No, his response was like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to say nothing then. And I'm like, yeah. mm, okay. <laughs> I'll tell you who's doing I'm, I'm you, I know exactly who says it. It's all those dude, dumb bitches at the, <laughs> that sit in the corner and just gossip all day. He, he didn't tell me like the specifics of why they said he was misogynistic, but mm-hmm. like 
he is a little bit like all lives matters Uh-oh. all lives matter <clears throat> kind of so like it doesn't surprise me i i'm sure it's a little bit well i'm not sure i'll bet you it's like I don't know, his like bitchiness is harsher to the women in the office than the men. And maybe that's kind of what is what they're seeing, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Um, but I've been unable to tell him <laughs> about my promotion because like, how do you say that when he's like, yeah, they t- we had to have a talking to and now I'm on like probation. And I was like, oh, I got oh, a promotion. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh, that's that's weird. So I just like bit my tongue and I was like, mm, 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 mm-hmm. but like. I tried to give nice advice where I'm like, look, you know, he his dad just passed away. Oh, my gosh. Like, you know that, right? We've talked about that on here. Oh. Haven't we? Maybe. I don't know. Well, his dad just passed away uh, like a month ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe you've been an asshole this month. And, oh, yeah. you know, you just you just hit the guardrails. Correct. Like, you didn't go over the edge. Your, mm-hmm. your, your employer just said, like, hey, fix this. Mm-hmm. So fix it and get better. Yeah. But in his mind, he he's now no longer able to talk to any of his coworkers. And if those assholes wanted him to change, they should have talked to him and not gone to his boss. And oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those. But it's so so. I, I got a promotion. Yeah, um, which starts the Monday after Thanksgiving. What what from what to what? Um, it's just kind of like a solid step up. I'm. Oh, your hours of, like, better. Yeah, they will be. Yeah. One of my first duties will be to hire my replacement. Oh. So once my greater. replacement is hired and trained, then I'll kind of be able to change my own schedule and be have some, some more normalcy in my scheduling and mm-hmm. kind of all of that, yeah. And uh, which is good. And then the best part really is that I'll be getting paid more. I was kind of getting to a point um, – we haven't talked about it much on here, mm-hmm. but I did mention it briefly, like – I have some stuff that's like that I need to pay for. It's like some medical stuff, some Mm -hmm. dental stuff. And I was getting to a point where I was like, I don't forecasting my budget. I'm like, there's no way I'm like, I'm not saving in a way in a way that will get any of this taken care of anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So that was very concerning, but it all just kind of came together. Um, So that's my life right now. (laughs) By the way, I, I, I usually mention this kind of stuff at the top of the show. Yeah, but I forgot to mention it till right now. We, I got so many of my personal friends writing to me after your story last week about staring at the guys, the date you're on, choking to death. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Joseph L. Buhecker called me actually. Yeah, and he said that uh, before he listened to our show, he finished listening to the audiobook of American Psycho, yeah. and then he put on our show, and he couldn't tell the difference. Huh. I think that's funny. I think that, I mean, the story took probably 10 times longer than the actual incident took, right? Uh-huh. So I understand the criticism that I should have, like, done the Heimlich or something, but really all I had time to do, I stuck my hand out and put it on his shoulder, and by that time, he'd already coughed up, vomited, mm-hmm. put snot on my lap, spit up water. So, like, fine. <laughs> Funny, f- funny uh, retort. Well, I, I, I think I think you know, and 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 Boo Hecker and other people asked this question was like, because w- 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 this is what the impression they got was was that you were more mortified that you were embarrassed in front of the other people at the restaurant than what? Then what should I have than, been? Than feeling sorry for the guy who choked. 
Well, I was uh, mortified and embarrassed for him more than anything, right? So, like, I guess that is caring for him. Like, Like I felt embarrassed for him. There's a subtle difference here. Were you like, oh, how embarrassing that he choked and vomited all over the table? Or were you sorry for him because he must have felt embarrassed? I think I felt sorry. I mean, those are the same thing. I feel like that's the exact same thing. No, it's not. Because I'll tell you, that's why I said it's subtle. One is, oh, how this poor person who choked. And then another one is feeling sort of sympathy that, oh, I know he must be embarrassed. And I feel sorry that he's embarrassed. Because he's a poor person that choked. Yes. <laughs> like it's in in my head, it's the exact same thing. So, mm-hmm. um, it or maybe it's both. I don't. If you think they're oh, different, I think, then so I would say both. it's both. Yeah, no, you can see both. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I will update on Ben though. Oh, by the way, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> so he was he was out of town, right? He went mm-hmm. to like Nashville or something. So mm-hmm. when he got back, I like sent a text. And I was like, "Hey, how was your time?" And you know what? I have a computer up right here. I will tell you his exact words. So. I was like, hey, did you make it home? And his, his response, hey, Mike, I did. It was a treacherous journey, but I made it back in one place, in one piece, and I'll have a story to tell. Oh. And that was it. Like, no questions, no, how are you, nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, good. And then, like, a day goes by, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try one more time. So I sent a message that said, or I sent an animated GIF that I drew that says, like, hello. Mm-hmm. And he like reacted to it via iMessage. You know yeah, how you can yeah. like exclamation. He said, "Ha ha!" Yeah. Uh-huh. And then nothing like radio silence. Mm-hmm. That was on the seventeenth. It's over. I'm pretty sure that that's over. Oh, right. Possibly. Do you think he's like like you sneezed or something? He's like he tells his friends like, "Ugh, this guy <laughs> I went on a date with sneezed, and it was so embarrassing." There was a dude I went on in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I went on like multiple dates with him. In the beginning, it was like, it was okay. We met at a bar and he eventually told me he had like, um, he had HIV. Mm-hmm. He, and I was like, mm, okay. And then he was like, and I should tell you, I'm just got out of like a five-year relationship. And I was like, oh, when? And he was like, mm, a couple days ago. <gasps> and I was like, oh God. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still dated him. Mm-hmm. Then he told me he was um, a recovering meth addict. Oh God, Jonathan. And I still dated him. And then he told me he had a felony. <gasps> and I still dated him, Joey. All mm-hmm. of this. And we. This was. I was like. I was younger and we crazier then. Mm-hmm. We had like some sort of date where we drank a lot, and then we went to bed, mm-hmm. and he pissed my bed. <gasps> This is a real winner. Joey, I still dated him, all of this. Mm -hmm. And then I just got this, I don't know, um, I just really wanted to shave my head, which I go through this thing. Mm -hmm. So I shaved my head, and he was like, ugh, (laughs) I'm not into this. We should have talked about this before you shaved your head. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Six dates in, I need to get your permission to Mm -hmm. change my hair? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Joey, he ghosted me because of the hair. (laughs) Yeah, but look, it's not like he's known for making the best decisions. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. (laughs) He was so hot, though. He probably Oh, God, he was so hot. Um, So, anyway, what's going on with you? What do you got going on in your uh, neck of the woods? Um, Isn't that like a line from the news or something? Or, I don't know, anyway. Um, 
So I saw my parents last week. I was with my parents last week. And so did you see on Instagram that I made like this spy case for my niece for her birthday? Yeah, it was okay. so cute. So I mentioned to my parents, I said, oh, I got to go to Harbor Freight, right? Uh, which is this hardware store chain. Do they have them up there? I don't know. Never heard of it. It's a small hardware store chain, basically, right? And um, I go, I got to go to Harbor Freight. Can you? They sold, they sold those cases there for like 12 bucks or something, right? So I go, I'm going to go to Harbor Freight. They're like, oh, well, we're going to be in that area. We're going to go to Bed Bath & Beyond. Do you want to go? And they will grab lunch. And I was like, all right. It, so, go ahead. And meanwhile, listeners of this show are yelling already. Like, this <laughs> situation has started. We've had stories start this way so many times. Uh-huh. Why don't we just go together, Joey? Yeah. Why don't we make a trip of this, Joey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, look. Okay. Uh, Friday Joey didn't know this. Right? Yeah. This is like I Love Lucy episode in the beginning. She always starts with like the same problem. She's always like going to try to like get in Ricky's know, show. What is Lucy's thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's trying to get in the show. Okay. Yeah. So did you get in the show, bad. Joey? Mm-hmm. Well, so first, where do we go first? Um, we went to wherever the first place, let's say Bed Bath and Beyond. We went to Bed Bath and Beyond, right? And my mom was like, I just want to show your father this bedspread I really like. But we went to a different Bed Bath & Beyond from where she saw it. And she goes, <laughs> so we went there and she goes, oh, they don't have it here. Oh, I don't, no, 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 no. I know what it was. That's even better. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I forgot all about this. This is why they, okay. This is way last week. It's like a week ago today. My parents come to me and they say, Oh, we're going to buy a brand new refrigerator. They're having a big sale at Lowe's. Okay. They're having a big sale at Lowe's. We're buying a brand new refrigerator. That's and, nice. Yeah. I go, oh, that's cool. I go, I, how, which refrigerator is And they go, the, this, the, the, the Samsung this, right? And I go, oh, and how, why is that better than other brands? I'm like, because it's on sale. And I said... This is a major appliance that you're buying. You did no research? And they're like, ugh! Ugh! You and your research, right? Well, like, what if you found one that you like so much more that's, I don't know, the same price as the sale? Or, you know, only slightly more expensive? You're going to live with this for a long time. Exactly. And that's why I'm saying, I'm not even, in fact, I'll, I'll give you a spoiler alert. I did the research, and it actually was the best refrigerator for them to buy. Okay. Okay. But you still but like can, you know, drop an extra hundred bucks and be happy with your refrigerator for a couple extra years. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So they're like, "Oh, you and your research, Joey. What, what kind of research are you going to do? I'm like consumer reports, read reviews, and stuff like that. Like, if mm-hmm. you want to do that, I guess go ahead. But we want this refrigerator, and it has to do this, this, and this, right? Sure. So I had a draw. I because I went to the local library. They have no magazines there. Libraries are dying. So then, luckily, my parents live by a, a university. So okay. I went to that university, and so I had to drive to a university, park, go to the college library, find an old... It, I, I had to dig through... Now, people might think, well, why don't you do it online, Consumer Reports? Ugh, this Consumer Reports is so stupid. The online edition of the magazine doesn't give you access to the back issues unless you pay for the full year up mm. front, 
right? Anyway, so I go, I'm going to fuck, fuck that. I'm going to go to the library for free, right? I go to the library. Okay. I, have to, I have to browse through the issues to find the ones that talk about refrigerators, okay? Find it. Look at the issues. I, I read all about it, and it, and it turns out the one that they have is one of the recommended ones. I go, perfect. Done, right? So the day that they're talking about, the Friday, is the day they're going to go buy the refrigerator, okay? So that's why they were like, oh, well, we'll go with you. The Lowe's is right by the Harbor Freight, and you know more about the refrigerator. You can go with us, right? I'm like, oh, okay, perfect. And then we'll go to lunch. That's what happened. Okay. So they go, they buy the refrigerator. Um, very easy process, actually. Then um, we go to uh, Harbor Freight, and um, then we're at lunch, right? We had lunch. Yeah. We went to Chick Fil A again, where there was a Filipino magician kid walking around doing magic, talking about his dream <laughs> is to go to the Magic Castle, and I said nothing. And um, he, he, I heard him. However, about if he was like a Twinkie white kid that you were attracted to, you would be all about it. Even though he's a Filipino cute white kid, he's just an ugly Filipino kid. So anyway. Um, my mom was too. She's like, Joey, you're in the magic cast. I was like, No, I'm not. No, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, magic? Like, ma- no, I don't like magic. Ew, what is that? Anyway, the gathering. So, um, so then we we go and come like, okay, time to go home. And it's been like an hour. They're like, No, Joe, we have to go to Bed Bath and Beyond now. And um, I'm gonna show your dad this bedspread that I liked in another Bed Bath and Beyond. I'm like, oh, God, okay. So you signed go, up for this. I know. Then they go there. Then they like, well, there's a Costco right here. So let's go to Costco. You signed up for this. And yeah. then we went to Costco. And then they wanted to get the gas at Costco because it's cheaper. But then there's always a huge line. So we wait in that line for that. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, now we're fine. And then they went to Steinmart. Okay. You know what you need to throw in is a pharmacy visit where, like, the benefits aren't lining up. And let me talk to your manager. Yeah, let nope. me get on the phone and call Blue Shield and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing missing. No, what is missing is then I'm like, okay, we're all done. Let's go home. And then they go, they drive past their house. <laughs> and I go, where are you going? They're like, the other bed, bath, and beyond that your mom saw oh, the bed spread in. Mike, I was God. gone for over four hours. What could have been a 30-minute trip for you. Yeah. Buying a refrigerator, buying a... I I was in this Harbor Freight for two minutes, Mm -hmm. right? By the way, my dad loves this Harbor Freight. They always send you these coupons for free things and you (gasps) buy something. So he sent me in with all these coupons. Like, God, I need a free little flashlight, right? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Anyway. There's but he's tra- not going to go in and get it himself. No, 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 no. no, no. Harbor Freight. By the way, coupons. There's this, this trans <laughs> that came up when I googled it. Oh, they have these amazing coupons. There's this transgender woman that works there. Her name's Cassandra, mm-hmm. and I love her because it's one of these things where clearly she's just over life. Not, and I don't mean in a bad way. I mean like in a good way. Where like she she's a transgender woman who works at a hardware store, so you can just tell she's just seen some shit. Yeah. Like this old man walked in who clearly knows her, and he's like, "Uh, hey, beautiful girl." And she just like rolls her eyes, and then okay. like the guy in front of me, like he his pin code didn't work right, and so he finally just used a credit card. And afterwards, he goes like, "You know what? This is my wife's debit card," and she's just like, "Ugh, I don't care." 
Right. <laughs> I'm gonna be a box of screws. I don't give a shit. Do you want a receipt, sir? Yeah, exactly. She's like, oh. <laughs> she just rolled her eyes. And I was like, yeah. I, I love Cassandra. I want to be her friend. Um, what's going on? We do have Harbor Freights. We have one in Hayward. There's oh. another in Vallejo and one in San Rafael, but nothing super close to me. Here's the weird out. thing about them. They're hardware stores, but they have like weird shit, Mike Lawson. It's like weird, weird stuff. It, it's worth a visit. This, okay. this, this uh, segment's been brought to you by Harbor Freight. I don't know. What Available online at harborfreight.com. Yeah. What's going out. on in the Bay Area, Mike Lawson? Um, oh, Joe, well, the news story I pulled is just about the air quality, really. Mm-hmm. So um, as of uh, Friday, mm-hmm. Friday had record-breaking air quality levels in San Francisco. The AQI, which is the air quality index, was 271, which was the worst the worst in the state's recorded history. Oh, really? Yeah. Today it's at 179, I think. So it's getting a little bit better. And hopefully we'll rain this. We get some rain this week and that'll kind of help us out a lot too. Um, but there, so many events that were supposed to take place this weekend were canceled because of the poor air quality. There was a, a, a march on Sunday that got canceled downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also no cable car service. Just They just don't want people out. Mm-hmm. Um, so buses and shuttles are doing everything. Um, most Bay Area schools were closed because of all this. <clears throat> and then, I mean, it's Thanksgiving weekend. So like Cal Berkeley closed class or canceled classes this week mm-hmm. because they're like, you know what? Just go home. Like <laughs> we cancel everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only going to be a short week anyway, since mm-hmm. classes on Thursday, we won't have classes on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far it's torched like 140. 8,000 acres. Oh my gosh. And it's only like 55% contained. Oh my gosh. Um, and then this article, I don't know how this is from, this might have been updated or needs to be updated, but the death toll is 71. Mm-hmm. And the list of missing persons is over 1,000 people. Oh, I know. That's point. crazy. Now, you know, yeah. probably a big chunk of them, let's even say 80%, right? Are just yeah. like um, miscommunication kind of things, right? You know? Right. But even then, that's still over 200 people. I just made up this number, by the way. There's no facts here. Yeah. But that means there's a lot of people who are just dead. Yeah. They're certain that once they kind of get in and start going through the burnt down houses and stuff, that they're going to find more. So this yeah. death toll will go up. It won't, you know, it won't go down. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows how high. Um, it's crazy. And all, I mean, just like the the way everything looks here is so astonishing like and shocking like it just everything is a haze everything is gray mm-hmm. um and like when the sun rises and the sun falls like it just looks like something out of a sci-fi apocalyptic sort of movie mm-hmm. um it's crazy but i've been i finally got one of these like uh, masks people are walking around wearing these like surgical masks mm-hmm. Um, and I went to, uh, hung out with a buddy yesterday who works for like a healthcare company and he has a bunch because they have them at work luckily, mm-hmm. but they're, even these masks are hard to come by because everywhere is selling out of them because everyone's buying them. So I've been walking around without a mask. Um, and I guess I'm going to start wearing one. I don't know. Would you wear a mask if you, yeah, I mean, you wear plastic gloves when you pump mm-hmm. gas, I guess you would. Well, what I was thinking is I think I would actually wear like a gas mask 
Because I would really want to like filter out that particulate that's in the air. I wonder if the little masks really do that, and a lot of it's getting in your eyes too. Yeah, they so they there's like these N95 masks specifically. So you're not wearing like the kind they give you when you go to the ER and you just don't want to cough on people. Mm-hmm. It has to be like a surgical mask with oh, okay. <clears throat> that's used at like paint stores and stuff like that. So there's a specific kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? This is the thing I hate about the 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 internet is mm-hmm. like everyone just rips everything apart always. So like. Some people are wearing these like a scarf around their face. And then there's these articles on Facebook that are linked about why scarves around your face are useless. And then someone else writes an article about why scarves around the face are better than nothing. And then I don't know, whatever you want to believe, that's the one that you share. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. It, I just missed the day when there was like, <laughs> you can just trust one person and just just use that advice whether it's right or wrong mm-hmm. just like, use that advice for a while i mm-hmm. miss that you know what speaking of cassandra the transgender uh, but it just relates to what you said do you know the story mm-hmm. of the greek mythical figure cassandra no it's, it's one of my favorite because i relate to her so well is cassandra somehow angered the the gods and her curse was that she would be able to foresee the future, but no one would believe her. Okay? okay. So I relate to that so much. And um, I sort of feel like that's sort of what I think my lot in life is. No one ever believes me, you know? And, uh, like, I was talking to my mom the other day, and she asked me a question. I can't remember what it was. And she just didn't believe me. And it was, like, so the right answer. You know, it was something, like, simple, right? Yeah. And she's like, mm, I don't think that's true. Like, for instance, the, the, the research for the refrigerator, right? Yeah. She was like, oh, how do I know who's doing the research? How do I know they're right? You know, like what you just said. Meanwhile, her cousin calls her. Now, it's funny is my <laughs> my Aunt Irene, I'm going to call her aunt. She is a liberal. But you know like how uh, some people's parents might fall for fake news from, like Fox New Media? Yeah. She falls for the liberal version. Right? Okay. And or she'll actually in this case she's repeating like a conservative. She's like, "Oh my god, the news is saying that there's a, some billionaire, George Soros, um who's paying for the migrants to uh take air-conditioned buses to the border." And my mm-hmm. mom's like, "Can you believe that, Joey?" Irene says, "I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't believe it. What source is she getting yeah. this from?" But she believes Irene. But I'm telling her, like, a fact, like, research refrigerators, and she's like, no, how do I know that they're real? But she'll believe her random cousin who calls her and says that the the migrants are taking a bus to the, the border. Anyway. What did that have to do with Cassandra? <laughs> Cause I'm you Cassandra. said speaking of Cassandra, and then you told me that story, but... Cassandra's the, the mythical Greek figure. That's what the name means. And then oh, I was related okay. to you, so I don't know what, what's true fair what about the masks um sorry what what do you got going on what's any stories you wanted i'm sure well you know we have this john arts is in the chat room today john Mm -hmm. arts is the republican of the show right but he also lives in the same congressional district as i do so he, he does he does yeah the congressional district is cut up weird so um he must have been so dismayed this week when and many of you saw it in the news because it made national news 
my congressional district was the last in Orange County to fall to Republican. Our new congressman is now Gil Cisneros, a Democrat. Ding, ding. And he beat this uh, Korean-American woman, Young Kim, right? He beat her. But she's one of the people that, that she was winning by, like, thousands on election night. And this is – everyone who's listening, this is why you vote, right? Whether it's by mail or anything, is – yeah, on election night, she was ahead, but they kept counting and counting and counting the votes, the mail-in ballots. Remember the ones that John Art said that our mail-in ballots didn't count, Mike Lawson? Remember that? <laughs> he He's didn't like, say they didn't count. He didn't say they didn't count. He said, um, don't vote. They don't matter. I will say that his point was like, you know, a lot of times our decisions are made way before these mail-in ballots are counted. Yeah. And this is the exact reason why that's not always true. Yeah. But you know what's so embarrassing is this young Kim. You know, they had the new member orientation and she flew to DC and she was there and she's in the picture and she got like the new member <laughs> swag bag and everything. And then, because it still goes on, I think partly this week or something, maybe last week, she had to come back knowing she was not the rep for this district. And, um, and now Gil Cisneros is the new... And then also over in Irvine, this horrible Mimi Walters, thank God, the Republican, she lost to Katie Porter, another Democrat, which um, is a whole... So basically, if you haven't seen the national news, Orange County, which was basically the capital of Republicans in this country, is now all blue. Now, I saw yeah. this John Arts earlier said, I'm in a purple... I'm like... I don't know what where where's purple. <laughs> I mean, no, this isn't super surprising because mm-hmm. Trump lost Orange County to Clinton in 2016, right? Uh-huh. And so people kind of were seeing people knew this writing was on the wall, and this mm-hmm. is kind of where things were headed in Orange County. Yeah. I think it is kind of surprising at how blue it turned in 2018. Yeah. Um, nobody expected it to go, you know, to wash over completely blue mm-hmm. into flip um completely so that's exciting i mean um i i mean i almost wish in a weird way that i lived down there and that i could kind of participate in this fun because you know i started a blog called the liberal oc almost as like a joke that there's a few of us we're Mm -hmm. here in the shadows Mm -hmm. this is you know let's write about the the stuff that is happening in progressive politics in orange county because there's not a lot of it Mm -hmm. and then now we're in 2018 and we're represent the county's represented entirely by Democrats, which is great yeah. um, and exciting. I don't know. I, I almost wish I was there to participate a little bit. And so. also, in fact, I do think John Arts is right. I mean, the, all these, a lot of these races were very, very, very razor thin close and anything can happen in 2020, you know? Yeah. But, um, but it, at least for the next two years, uh, Orange County is all 100%, all seven districts are blue. So, uh, Hooray, Orange County. Hopefully they do, they do something with it. You know what? To be honest with you, well, then Mimi Walters was horrible, right? Right. But I am so glad we didn't talk about this. Dana Rohrabacher, Putin's favorite yeah. politician. Thank God. I hated that asshole. I don't even know very many Republicans that like Dana Rohrabacher. <laughs> I, I just think that he's kind of an, a sign of the times, too, that um, there's younger energy, there's better energy, there's like more energy from um, people that we need to represent us than kind of these same old, the same old, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything um, else? Good going job, on? Orange County. Thank you, Orange County. Do you have anything else going on in your life, Mike Lawson? 
Well, I did want to tell you, Joey, I was on the train the other day. So I'm sitting on the train. This woman sits next to me mm-hmm. and um, I'm like at a window seat and she sits next to me. She puts all her stuff down and we it's like an uneventful train ride. OK, sure. we're just kind of sitting there doing our thing. And when we get up, her backpack has like all like covered in like enamel pins, pins. Do you know these like pins are like a cat she had cat ones she had like japanese looking character things mm-hmm. just all these pins okay. so she gets up and when she gets up one of the pins falls off i see it fall off mm-hmm. and i'm getting up to get off on the same same uh stop as her mm-hmm. so i pick it up she's wearing headphones she's also wearing a gas mask sort of looking thing yeah because, I, I don't know, it looks like Mad Max up here. Like, you never know if someone's friend or foe because they have <laughs> mm-hmm. scary masks on. So I pick it up, and I tapped her on the shoulder because she had headphones on. I, You know, I couldn't just say, like, hey, lady. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have, like, oh, earbuds in. She had, like, over-the-ear big headphones, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I do a little tap. Joey, she turned around, and she pushed me. <gasps> but, like, not just, like pushed me and her hand removed from me she like put flat palm on my chest <gasps> and pushed me back and mm-hmm. kept her palm on my chest like to keep space between us mm-hmm. and like when it happened for the for a millisecond i'm like oh maybe i like got too much in her space and mm-hmm. she's freaking out and that's you know understandable but then after after i analyze it but so she did the little push and i was like confused a little and i was like you dropped this and she just took it from me and didn't say thank you. Mm-hmm. But so that happened. And then after I started examining, I was like, wait, I just got pushed by a lady. Mm-hmm. And didn't something similar happen? Do you remember me telling a similar story in a past episode? Yeah, I was thinking about I'm all, I feel like I've heard this story before. And maybe am I doing something wrong where like, if, should I not approach someone who dropped something like that? I, don't, I, I just <laughs> you know, so it's confused. been my experience. Now I don't know how the BART system is, but in, in whenever I've taken the subway in Los Angeles, that the people who take the subway aren't the most stable people. Yeah, this lady was like going to her job. Like she didn't look, she wasn't like a crazy person. She didn't mm-hmm. look homeless. Yeah, you know what I mean. She just looked like a young lady kind of going to her job. But it was such a bizarre reaction. Um, and I thought, oh, I would share this with Joey. Um, well, I think, people, in the f- I think people who look like they work in an office can be unstable, i.e. Mario. I.e. me. True. <laughs> um, but I guess maybe I should just not talk to people on BART. Maybe I should just not- Yeah, they just drop it and they fuck it. Let me keep the pen. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the pen where it dropped. If she wanted it, she wouldn't mm-hmm. have dropped it. Last thing I'm I need is for- um, jaded person. Yeah. Last thing I need, you know, what you could do is take a picture of the pen. Hear me out here. Mm-hmm. Take a picture of the pen with your phone and then airdrop it to her. Yeah, I guess. But then the train would have already left. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Did I ever tell you about, I was sitting on the train the other day and this uh, older Filipino lady kept airdropping a selfie to me. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it was on purpose. I think it was more like she's just trying to figure out how to share a phone mm-hmm. or share a photo on her phone. Mm-hmm. And it's very likely she was like, oh, I know someone named Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Let me share it with Michael. Oh, she just she doesn't realize the person's next to them. She thinks like, it's just Michael somewhere. Yeah. I yeah. could see my mother kind of 
making that mistake. I could yeah. see Betty doing that too. Yeah, my parents think their phones are magic. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like one of the things that my dad they got in a, they got one of those Echo Dots, and I'll hear him say like, "Um, oh God, what's a perfect example of? A, I'm about to make up a question, but I'll hear him go like, Alexa." When did Irene call last? I'm like, why does he think? I think they think Alexa's like a genie that just knows things. Yeah. Everything that's going on. I've started getting Bart times from mine, though. I have a well, that Google. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm trying to get integrate it more into my life. So it reminds me some stuff now. Mm-hmm. Like it tells me at night, like, hey, Mike, it's time to take your medicine. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I use. I use mine mostly for like a speaker next to the bed more than anything. I've used it for like news and stuff like that, or like not yeah news. I've used it for traffic, weather. I use it a lot for weather, especially when it's hot. I'd be like, ugh, what's the weather, Alexa? Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure there's other things I can do with it. If I had one of those smart homes, I think I would use it a lot. Yeah, more. I use. I did this a couple times, um, and it's kind of rude, but uh, Steve had a or he has a an Alexa. Mm-hmm. And I would say when he wasn't in the room, I would say, "Hey Alexa, wake me up at five a.m." <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he would—he never mentioned it to me, but I'm sure it like the alarm would go off. At, and his was in the living room, so he would have to like oh. get up and turn it off. <laughs> the end. Oh, I was waiting for him to like say, "Like Alexa keeps waking me up, and I don't know why." Uh-huh. But he never said anything. <laughs> the end. That's why he broke up with you. I'm I'm um, I'm rewriting the story. That's fine. What's up? Do you have any other stories you wanted to share with me? Yeah, I saw. I, I spent some time yesterday with um, adopted stepson of the show Armando. Yesterday, he and his girlfriend. We got tea, and when I showed up, he had a present for me. Right now, the present was very sweet. Okay, but it made me vomit a little bit. It was a Stanford T-shirt, but it's Stanford Dad. Hey. And I went. <laughs> I mean, it's sweet. Thank you for getting me a T-shirt, and, and the sentiment behind it is very nice. But like, ugh, I don't want to think of being someone's dad in college. Someone's daddy, yeah. yes. Someone's dad. No, no, I think even that is weird. I don't. <clears throat> what do you feel about the daddy sort of like? Oh, I think thing. I mean, you tend to date uh-huh. younger men, and yeah. you tend to date twinks. Mm-hmm. So, like, it does kind of make sense. I, I, I would imagine you've come into contact with people who have this like daddy yeah. sort of mm-hmm. fetish. Is that what you would call it? Um, I have. I, I mean, I, I think I talked about this a couple of years ago. The only person I ever ran into was this. Oh my god, he was so fucking hot. This so fucking hot. This guy. He was nineteen at the time. Was going to uh, Pomona College which is a few miles mm-hmm. away. And, oh, my God, was he fucking hot. Oh, my God. And I don't even like guys with beards. He was like a lumberjack type with a beard, but he was just so smoking hot. And he was really into the daddy-son fetish, you know? And yeah. uh, it creeped me out. Um, th- but you know what's so funny is when I'm thinking about it right now, the daddy-son fetish might make more sense than I just eventually just see them as equals. But maybe I shouldn't see them as equals. Uh, as we'll find out in today's after breakfast story, uh, <laughs> but I think the point is like 
I, I don't have the daddy son sort of thing, but mm-hmm. like from what I've seen, like it's not people who are like, I want to have sex with my dad. Mm-hmm. Like it has nothing to do with your dad yeah. or being an actual son. It's more like some sort of power dynamic that's kind of getting them off, right? Yeah, I think so. But um, in 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 the case with the person that I'm I'm sort of with right now, that's not the case. Um, but um, I, I could see that. It's not I, I don't. The case I don't. Meaning he does want to have sex with his dad. No, I mean, not that I don't. I don't think he has some sort of power dynamic thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, is uh, what I was going to say though is I, I I don't know if I could get into the daddy thing. I don't like being rem- I don't like being reminded. Of, that you're older. Yeah. I just want to live in a world where just age doesn't exist. Yeah. I'm certainly, as I'm aging, I'm finding on the apps that there, I have found that I'm getting attention from younger sort of people. And it's not like, I mean, I've certainly come into contact with people on the apps that are like mm-hmm. in their profiles, like looking for daddy or something like that. Yeah. But I feel like more what I'm getting is like, a younger sort of twink that's interested yeah. that probably has something like that under the surface. That's not like, Oh, I need to have, I need to call you daddy to get off, but more that you know, that's part of maybe something they enjoy that. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I really don't know the answer because I'm getting the sense that with this, I wouldn't even think necessarily millennials, even though I think millennials have it too, but that's definitely generation Z is that age is just a number to them. Like it's just, not, they don't, they don't it doesn't seem like they're phased by it at all yeah i, think I don't we, know I think we bring it i don't i don't dis- i don't agree with that but maybe more maybe i agree that you know they're less into it but i still see it so mm-hmm. it's still there i don't yeah. know i don't know uh, but I'm settling into my daddiness a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I look. But anyway, so I got, I get the T-shirt from him, right? Now I'm going to yeah. ask you a question. Just because, so he and his girlfriend uh, Carla were telling me a story about how they had had sushi earlier that day, right? Now you have to understand something. Carla is straight up from Mexico, okay. Armando acts like he's from Mexico, but actually, I found out yesterday his grandfather served in Vietnam. Like, his mother's an American citizen. Actually, Armando's an American citizen, too. But you would think that he was, like, going to be the president of Mexico, right? And, um, and so, but they live, and they live in, a, in an area that's very, very Latino, okay? Their school is, like, 98% Latino. And so they were talking about going to sushi, and they were talking about a, speci- a certain kind of fish that they bought. Now, I'm going to ask you first. I'm going to spell it for you. Okay. You tell me how to say this word. This was a, a matter of contention yesterday. S-A-L-M-O-N. I say salmon. Yeah. Salmon. Yeah, salmon. Right? So anyway, they're talking about, they were like, well, you know, he got salmon. And then okay. she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he got, he's like, sal-. they kept saying salmon. So I'm like, well, so I would stop. I go. I know why you're saying that. I know, and I think the British might actually say it that way. But uh, in the U.S., most people say salmon. And like, no, you're kidding. No, they don't. And I was like, yes, they do. And I had to write it down on a piece of paper and stop every single person who was walking by to ask him how they said that word. And you know, 100 percent of the time they said salmon, and their mm-hmm. minds 
were blown and they felt they're like they go we feel stupid oh my god we've been saying it wrong this whole time because we're like because they said everybody at their school says selman and i was like um uh no it's salmon and they like mike lawson literally their minds were blown they're like tell us other words we're saying wrong i go i don't know you have to say them but i don't think anyone's like if you're like oh I had this uh, great dinner. It was like salmon on rice. No one's like, what are you talking about? Everyone, and people know what they're saying. Yeah, but I think there is a desire for assimilation through language. So they don't yeah. want to sound stupid and they want to sound like everybody else. So I think that so now they're like, oh my God, it feels weird to even say it that way. Salmon. Salmon. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's how we say it. Um, anyway, so then, speaking of... Before, when I knew them, they had told me one time, they're like, oh, we had the best, you know, we went, we like real Italian food. And Mike Austin, not fucking lying, I hear these, I, I, in fact, okay, you know, we had real Italian food, we went to Olive Garden, and we get the chicken Stop. fettuccine, and I'm all like, and I was like, Olive Garden is disgusting, all right? Yeah. It's gross, and no Italian, I'm not even, this is a true story, they go, no Italian thinks this is real italian food they're like, oh, like again mind blown and they're like but in the commercial it says when you're here your family and there's a time like it's, no it's a commercial it's like the taco bell version of mexican food that's what i told them i go it's like the taco bell version of mexican food i go no one thinks it's real italian food so then anyway when armando went up to stanford um uh an adult a teacher at his school or somebody drove him and all his property up there right and then before he left for home the, the teacher he took armando to some sort of italian restaurant in the city okay, like a real san, one like a real one in san francisco mm-hmm. and armando's mind he's all like the i had the fettuccine alfredo and it was the pasta was so tender it was like like when the guy eat when the the mouse eats the ratatouille or whatever in a good cartoon, right? And uh, he was like, "Oh, he's been talking about it." So like, we were in Fullerton yesterday grabbing tea. And I go, "Actually, there's a semi decent Italian." It was okay <coughs> up the street, the old spaghetti factory. No, Roman Cucina. <laughs> uh-huh. So he goes, "Can we go there?" And so he went there, and I tried to convince him. I, I could look. Here's the deal, too. But I go, "Look, I, he's learning." Fettuccine Alfredo itself isn't the most authentic Italian food, you know? Yeah. And I was like, why don't you get something that's more that highlights the pasta? But he wanted the Fettuccine Alfredo there. Now he's like little Mr. Fettuccine Alfredo. But again, mind blown. They had never had a cannoli. I blew their mind yesterday with a cannoli. Well, that's great. You're yeah. expanding their horizons. Yeah. Like but... a Stanford dad should. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's what a Stanford dad does. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, minds were blown yesterday with fettuccine Alfredo and the word salmon. So that happened yesterday. Obviously a very slow week. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I've started binge watching uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Mm-hmm. That's how busy my week has been. Mm-hmm. And I also finished, Joey, uh, if we can do a quick recommendation. On Amazon Prime, there's a TV show called Homecoming starring mm-hmm. Julia Roberts in her yeah. first TV TV appearance or mm-hmm. TV role, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. So good. Have you Wasn't heard of this Homecoming? HBO one? The one about the AIDS? What? Remember the one about the AIDS? Wasn't she in that? The one about oh. um, with Matt Bomer? And whatnot. Anyway, go on. I, I've heard, I've seen the commercials for Homecoming, but I, don't, I haven't watched it. What's the premise of it? You, sh- 
you should watch it. It was actually a podcast, an audio podcast, mm-hmm. and then they changed. They wrote it into this ten episode series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of about uh, soldiers who come home from war, and then they're put into this program to help rehabilitate them and get mm-hmm. them integrated into day to day life. Kind of. Um, I'll just leave it there because there's a lot of twists and turns, and it's good. Mm-hmm. Homecoming on Amazon. I I give it everything. Um, all my thumbs up. What do you, is there anything you're watching that I should watch? Mike Lawson, the only thing I've been watching nonstop is this Fakata Great British Baking Show. I can't stop with this show. You're obsessed, yeah. I'm obsessed. And what's funny, and I was even thinking, do you ever watch this show? I've watched it, yeah. Here's what I don't get. They'll be like, bakers, we need you to make 32... Uh, Chocolate eclairs. I was making this up, right? Yeah. And then they'll make the 32. They're, oh, there better be 32. There better be 32 chocolate eclairs. And they'll make them in three hours. And they're sitting there all beautiful. And then the judges will sit there and they'll split one. And there's just 31 eclairs sitting there. Yeah, but that's the challenge, right? Like, when you go on mm. um, Project Runway, like, you have to create... I don't know. I guess they do judge all the looks. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah they, they, but um, now I did read an article and then the crew uh, eats all the stuff after. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's funny. That, like, <laughs> like they have this giant pile of food. And then they just take one and the judges split it in three for yeah. the two judges and the host. But wouldn't it be weird to have <clears throat> three hours to make like one pie or something? Like they kind of, I mean, you should have to. Uh-huh. That's part of the challenge of being a baker. Yeah, I could, no, I could see it's just, it's just super funny to see this like, a super elaborate display, and then they just take one little bite. And like, okay, take it away. Thank you. I don't get super invested in the people, so it's like decent background noise, but I don't know. Some I seasons, never feel, yes, I don't some, feel good. About it. Some seasons, yes. Some seasons, no. For some reason, I have no idea why. Season three really connected with me. And actually, no. Season four, the one I'm least connected with, has the cutest boys. Season three... Oh, I don't know why. On oh, season, oh, there's cute boys all the on all that show all the time. Cute guys. I've yeah. never seen a season. I've only seen one season, and oh. there was like an Indian girl who, like, put who made a lot of her stuff Indian. Oh, I don't know. Sound familiar? No. Oh, that's the only season I've seen. Every um, season usually has one sort of eye candy guy, but uh, season four for some reason has a few. Hmm. Well, what else <laughs> do you got? Anything going on next week? Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, me too. That's it. Okay. Well, I hope you have a good Thanksgiving, and I hope you have a ton of stories that come out of it. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing going on at all, so Be- I'll have no that, stories to talk about. You're gonna stick around though for after breakfast. If you're listening to this later, after the show. Mike Lawson and I, we tell stories we can't tell on the show. You know, on, we, yeah. can we do this live every Monday, 8 a.m. Pacific at mixer.com slash drag race recap? Okay. Right. And we do that every Monday live. And even after this show, we're going to do an after breakfast show. It might not be that long, but we're going to do an after breakfast show. And you're missing out if you don't hear it. In fact, once again, the audience doubles when we approach 9 o'clock. <laughs> Because they all want to hear this after breakfast. So that's what you're missing. And also, go to Hell Mike. All right. Nice catching up with you. Bye.
you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. (laughs) 